0: You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 281. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey both personally and professionally enjoy and thank you for listening Short and sweet. I'm coming to you today with a, another episode of Creative Business Coaching Over Coffee. And I was joined by the Southern California artist during her beach run. So bear with us a little bit on certain parts of the sound. She was running on the Carpinteria Beach, which if you have never been, highly recommend it. One of my favorite spots in Southern California. It's just north of Ventura, just south of Santa Barbara, Pepita. This is a place of podcast recording. (laughs) She's, She's resettling herself in the background. She also joined us on this edition, as did... Spoiler alert! Maymay the cat for a moment. If you want to see the video, you can head over to Instagram to see the see the full effect, including the artisan coffee cup that I share with you in this episode. I'm gonna to have to track these artists down and make a resource list for you. Today, I got to speak with artist Kathleen. Caller Art. She goes by Kat, and she brought up a fantastic question, and I approached the answer to this from many different angles, so I want you to tune in to the whole episode so that you can really get every version of how you might approach this concept of discounting your art. Do you discount your art? If you want to have a special birthday sale, anniversary sale, how do we go about that, right? It's a great question and a really important conversation to have. So I'm super thankful that Kat hopped on. She was our brave contestant this week. She hopped on, shared her story with us. And at the opening, I also talked to you about navigating on certain times while following your dream. And, you know, I, I feel you. I know I'm with you. I'm on this journey with you even though I may be further along in certain parts of the journey, I'm always growing and I'm always heading into new uncertain territory all over again. It's called being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, also being an artist. And so I do want to normalize the conversation and talk about all of the aspects of choosing to follow this creative path not in any way, shape, or form to discourage anyone. (laughs) You know me. I, As I was just sharing in the email today, I am here to reflect back to you and remind you of all the possibilities that are available to you too. And they are, I 100% believe that. And the rest then is gonna be up to you and your belief in yourself. But if you're game, I am game and I encourage you If you feel called to this life to absolutely go for it. I can't imagine my life any other way. And we all navigate uncertainty and different challenges and have questions that come up and those questions evolve as our business evolves and as we evolve, as the marketplace evolves. And so I love having these conversations. If you're listening today, uh, send me well wishes. I am, if all goes according to plan, having a surgery today and i will for sure keep you up to date after afterwards we'll have more conversations around this because it has to do with the topic that i brought up in my email a couple of weeks ago if you're not on the email list definitely join it at creativethursday.com and if you're also listening and you're like oh i'd love to do more in-depth coaching with you marisa I would love to do that with you also, but the opportunity to join the Red Dot Society now has ended. Please stay in touch or get on the email list again if you would like me to keep you up to date as to if and when we'll be reopening that opportunity to do small group coaching with me. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching, either way, just send me a DM is probably the best be on the email list send me a DM, uh, ask to be added to the waitlist, or say, Hey, Marisa, I would love to do coaching with you. What options do you have? I have a VIP day option and it's possible that I might create some openings for one-on-one coaching as well. I just, for you who are ready to go faster, you know, begin understanding some of, 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 the deeper levels of of building your art business. I know that sounds kind of cryptic, but where are you facing a challenge repeatedly? How can we help you move through that? And then also just to have the opportunity to have conversations like Kat and I did, like Laura and I did the week before. It can be so helpful to talk through something with someone who understands, who has experience, who can guide you into the decision that's best for you at the stage of your business and your life and how all of that is weaving together on this very unique path that is your path as an artist that is not like anybody else's. There is not a medical degree that, uh, or a, a law degree. We're not asking you to pass the bar to then qualify you as an artist. So much of this has to do with your personal journey. And that's why it's more important than ever to get support from someone, a mentor, a coach you trust beyond courses, beyond more lessons, really get help with what you need help with so that you're not spending years trying to get to where you want to go and also so that you're not a doing this alone promise me you don't do that it's not the time and place for that anymore maybe once but not now and you know that you are getting the support to keep you on track on the days that you might feel like you want to give up and those are real they happen and if this is meant for you it's meant for you and i for one cannot let that happen So here I am. Enjoy another edition of Creative Business Coaching Over Coffee and I will be back with you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Hello, it's Marisa. Happy Creative Thursday. And welcome to our, well, a third edition this month. Well no, it's a brand new month. Happy July of creative business, coaching over coffee. And since I tend to open these, (laughs) it's it's become a ritual now, with the latest artist mug that I have, yet again, um, I can't really refer this person to you. I wish that I could, I mean, I can, if you are in, why am I blanking on the, it starts with an M. Um, If you are in the south of France and you are going to the tiniest village in, well, not too far from Revelle, maybe between Carcassonne and (laughs) Revelle, I've got to remember the name of the town. It's so wonderful. It's known for, actually, it's known for all this literary history. And there's this tiny art studio there. And a ceramicist, and I got this particular mug that is one of my favorites. You can see that the handle is like a slab that they cut, and then this was the cup itself was formed, and then it has this beautiful black and white tree painted on it. Should you be listening to this on the podcast where this will be up next week? And wait, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting I need glasses most of the time. And so there is a name here. Message me if you see this, I will track this beautiful artist down. I love their studio. Uh, It's possible that I even have photos of the studio. This would be in uh, 2019, the last time that I went to, well, the last time that I hosted the retreat in the South of France. So there's my uh, creative business coaching over coffee. My artisan uh, cup. This is a cup size story for you this week. Today, I want to talk to you about, I want to open this call with navigating uncertainty while pursuing or following your dream. And then I want you to, you know, we do this right now, right? This is these have become our our rituals so far with the creative business, coaching over coffee. And uh, it needs maybe it takes you a minute to warm up before you feel like pressing that button and saying, "Yes, Marisa, I'm coming on. I want to do some coaching today." And so I open with a I don't, I'm trying to think if I have a story for you today or just some thoughts on uncertainty. So actually, I do have a story. So a week from today, actually, I am going to be going into a surgery, a more um, invasive surgery than I've ever had before. Pretty standard one, I think. I'll talk to you about it on the other side of it. If you've been following my emails, then you know that it's connected to my own, uh, women's reproductive health that I will be having conversations about, Uh, stay tuned to this space because I will be talking about this. I think the best, uh, solution will be to do live videos and then be able to turn those into podcasts. And if you're just here for the art and the business side of things, I understand. And I'll give you a heads up when those are coming. But I am going through my own uncertainty in just a week. And why do I share that with you? Because I don't know why we think that when we're starting a business or we're pursuing our passion or following our dream, that somehow that's supposed to come with certainty. It doesn't. And it never will. There will be some predictability to it, but what I've found once you get going and you become established, but what I've found as a creative business owner in particular is that a huge part of this journey is acceptance of change and uncertainty. And to be honest, I would say that's probably life. I've had a job, not for a very long time. There was zero predictability and certainty to my job. It's one of the reasons that ultimately I didn't have a big dream of being an entrepreneur. Definitely didn't think I could make a living as an artist, so that wasn't part of the early vision for me. But I thought I could definitely pursue being an entrepreneur because what this job doesn't have any certainty for me and with all due respect aside from one boss of the three i had they none of them were meant to be leaders they might have been good at their craft they might have been good at the idea uh, you know coming up with the idea to start a business but they were not good good leaders and so that was another reason where i thought well i can torture myself in this toxic environment for the illusion of certainty, or I can just go for it. Um, You know, it's not certain either way. So what I see happening so often when people in particular choose the path of an artist, because there's still so much consciousness around, mass consciousness around this being a very, very uncertain and most likely financially not fulfilling career path to take that people really put put it on hold. Everything else in life comes first. And at some point in your life, you're gonna have to make a different decision. You're gonna have to make a decision for you in favor of you, not your kids, not your husband, your partner not another family member, not a friend that needs you today, but you, when are you making a decision for you? Is it when, as in my case, would it be, well, when the surgery is over, um, when this next thing is over? Yes, of course, there are times in life where that makes sense around your timing. And I understand that but I'm always gonna be here to remind you to be a voice on your shoulder to say, are you really being honest with yourself? Does it really have to wait? Or is that just another reason that you're telling yourself and that it, that it can wait? We tell ourselves a lot of lies, friends, like a lot of lies that are very well-intended and make a lot of sense logically, they do but this isn't a logical this isn't a logical choice to pursue this dream as an artist nothing in the world tells us that it is except for a few people like me who are like hey hi you want to do it we're here to help you we want to see this happen for you we're going to do our best to share with you what worked for us what didn't work for us and we know that you can do it the more majority of people are going to be like what that dream? Are you sure? Like, how are we going to support ourselves? Doesn't this part of our family experience need you more? It's just, you know, when you see it happen again and again and again, I, I know there's nothing I can say. Maybe, maybe today, maybe you'll hear this video. You'll hear this on the podcast. Maybe today something will register where you're like, you know what? Yeah, I've been putting this off for too long, and it's really time for me to say yes to this, even though it seems like we're moving into an uncertain landscape yet again. Have you noticed there's a trend, there's a pattern? It's called life is uncertain. And the news will want to tell us that it's uncertain in its extreme level every single day. And yes, we've been through a lot. It's been extreme. But it hasn't even out. It hasn't suddenly become more certain. If it has for you, that's great. But I have not seen that happening. So I, for one, am not waiting on dreams that I have anymore. And I didn't wait on the, my dream of being an artist. And as I shared with you last week in my um, soapbox slash rant about mixing money with your passion, it was actually mixing the money into my passion that helped me step into my passion more fully. It was a huge motivator for me. And so it actually worked for me. When we use not having enough money, life circumstances. Hello, Pepita. You want to come up, girl? Hello, girl. <laughs> Pepita, had a, Pepita had a surgery last week. She has stitches on her head. Yeah, you had a surgery, I'm having a surgery. Life circumstances happen and we wait and we just uh, wake up one day and we're like, wow, how did it become 2023, 2024? Where did it go? So I, Titled This particular live, you know, how do we navigate uncertain times? We take one day at a time and we take a lot of deep breaths and we find whatever path will lead us to a sense of trust about the fact that our life will unfold for us. It's a really interesting concept, especially if you're feeling like you're going through a challenge to ask yourself, you know, how is this working for me? What lesson can I learn here? How is this benefiting me? And I would say that I wouldn't believe that at certain stages in my life, but my life has actually repeatedly shown me that always works out. And sometimes in ways I could not have anticipated or predicted, it's it's pretty incredible. And I know when we're in the thick of it, it can feel like, no, this just isn't gonna work out for us the way that we wanted, this is it. And I'm just here to remind you to keep keep the faith, trust in yourself, and stay connected to people, whether it's joining me for a live video today, thank you for being here, whether it is listening to this on a replay, whether it is being part of our expansive artist community, whether it's finding a local community, stay plugged in to people who are in pursuit of what you wanna be in pursuit of as well, whether just starting or if you're in it, so important, get those biz besties, because that's what's gonna get you through on the times that you feel like, wow, this is super uncertain and I'm not sure I wanna continue because I'm sure I've shared this before, but it happens, right? You will wanna give up. You will wonder if this was the right decision for you. You will feel challenged and stretched If you're not, you're probably not growing as an artist or a business owner. I wish that we didn't pretend that it was any different than that because then it would just help people to realize, oh, I have to make this next decision about my business. And it's feeling like, ooh, maybe there would be a better time, especially if it's anything related to investing in your business, right? There's always a better time for that to spend money on something. And when you are in that state, though, that's actually a time to really pay attention to, oh my goodness, we're having everyone today. Hey, Mamie. That is really a time to pay attention. Are you going to have the coffee, girl? (laughs) That is a time to pay attention to what kind of fear is coming up for you and ask yourself, why are you waiting? I'm laughing if you're listening on replay because there's a tail swinging <laughs> by my head. <laughs> Today's the animal menagerie. Are you trying to come onto the lap as well? I have the favorite blanket on the lap and so this is what's going on today. So you know you're moving in the right direction when you're feeling a bit uncertain. You're feeling a little bit fearful but you're also excited, right? If you are excited about those possibilities, that's where you know that you are headed in the right direction. Even with all the uncertainty, it's gonna be okay. We're in this together. I'm here for you. Pepita is here for you. (laughs) She is also here for me, (laughs) clearly. She is my comfort animal. Uh, Mamie is here for you. Can't see her. She's sitting on the table next to me but we are here for you. So let me know if you would like to come on for some creative business coaching this morning, Los Angeles time. All you have to do is hit the request button. I forget where it is, somewhere in here. (laughs) And you request to join me live. And I am, as always, open to talk to you about any area of your creative business that I can support you in. And you are welcome to keep it real with me, real talk. There are challenges that we face. And so what do we do when we're dealing with those challenges? This is the third creative business coaching over coffee that I've done in the last couple of weeks. And we've talked about social media. We've talked about when you're having failures in your business to which I always say, are they really failures on that same concept of is this, how is this working for me? How is this, is this a lesson that I can learn a lot of the failures quote unquote in business happen because we they're a very important lesson for us to learn to grow to the next level so please do not uh, mistake a failure as something that has gone wrong it's it's pretty incredible I'm not saying it isn't hard when you're in it it is (laughs) I've had to learn some really tough lessons this quarter in my own business and I'm like I just really didn't wanna learn these lessons, but knowing these lessons is gonna make a huge difference for where I'm going. So Kathleen, I see you are being brave and uh, I'm coming to you. So I'm gonna click on this button and we're gonna get into some coaching. And Pepita is present as well still to impart her wisdom. So we'll see if Kathleen is able to come on Hey, Kathleen, (laughs) are you at the beach? (laughs) Oh, wait, let me see. I'm not hearing you. Wait, try again. Oh, yeah, it might be one of those AirPods (laughs) disconnecting. We have this incredible shot of Kathleen at the beach. (laughs) There she is. Let's try again. Hello. I'm not. No, I'm not hearing you. It might be, I don't know. I'm not sure. I would like to guide you technically. <laughs> I would love to hear your question. There we go. Okay. You're okay. You're welcome to put some beach noise in the background. We don't mind. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, now I got I'm you. <laughs> and hello. I don't think I've met hi. you yet. I'm Marisa.
1: Hi. I'm Cat. Nice
0: to meet you. Nice to meet you, Cat. Thanks for jumping on.
1: Um, I was mid-run and I saw you were live, so I jumped on, so that's why I'm kind of like in the, in nature right now, but. um, Yeah,
0: and where are you, by the way? What beach is that? Um, Carpinteria. Oh, stop, I love, I love it there. I was just in Santa Barbara yesterday, so it's one of my favorites.
1: Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, Um,
0: it was a gorgeous day yesterday.
1: Yes. So I was, um I have a heap, my question is I have this like, I, this heap of inventory for my last show um, and I'm kind of feeling stuck like how to sell it now that it's out of the gallery and I was thinking my birthday is coming up, maybe I'll do like a studio sale like just on my birthday, but then I'm not sure about putting art on sale. I've always kind of been like, I don't want to devalue it. Yeah. And, like, how do we put it on sale? Do we do that? Um, that's kind of my overall question.
0: Well, what, how do, would you... Well, first of all, let me ask you, do you have an online shop, an online presence? I mean, do you normally sell online as well, or do you just show in galleries?
1: I do sell online. I have a website. I also have sold a lot of work through Cherish.
0: Oh, wow. That's an interesting idea. Oh my goodness. I never yeah. thought about that.
1: I like Cherish. I have work on Saatchi, but I've never sold anything on Saatchi. Um, I like the access to a lot of traffic, so it's nice. Yeah. But the thing with Saatchi is that you have to mark down your work to really get it to move. Mm. Um. So when I did sell my work, it was like I was selling it for a lot lower than the retail. So. I don't know. I'm kind of at this place where I really just don't want to put my stuff on sale anymore and get the full work, you know?
0: <laughs> and when that would be my, <laughs> my question to you. So you don't just to clarify, you don't have your own online shop. You've just been using other platforms to sell the work that you have. outside.
1: I of- do have a shop on my website. Yeah. You do have your website. I do. Yeah. And I do have an emailing list. So like I'll send marketing emails. Um about like my new work, but it never it's hit or like, you know, it's not really that great for getting sales right now. Um, Well, how often are you
0: emailing your list? Maybe
1: once twice a month.
0: That's pretty good, Kat. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what you were gonna say, but twice a year. So once, twice a month. Okay, that's good. Yeah. When was the last time that you did email them? Did you let them know about this show?
1: So the show ended in September, um, and there are kind of like here and there um, at a gap. Like at one, there's two pieces here, the gallery, and then the rest like in my house. But I haven't. Um, I recently launched a new collection. So it's like a whole new inventory. Um, and I told them about that work, but I haven't reminded them about the other work. So it's like I have like this, I want to keep making art, but I also like have such a big inventory right now that I'm like, gosh, I'd like to kind of move the other pieces to um, good at making the art, just not getting it out into the world, I guess. Um,
0: yes. Yeah. Well, when my other question for you is when you're thinking of having a sale. And so let's just clarify, right? There are are sales. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're discounting work. It, It can be, it can also mean that you're just promoting the work. But what you're asking about specifically is if you were to have a big discount of the work to move the inventory, because how big is your work? Is it, um, paintings that you're talking about too, specifically?
1: Um, I have smaller paintings. I just have a mini collection. I just made six, 12 pieces that are 11 by 14. So I have a range. And then from my last show, I have like framed pieces that are 11 by 14, about 12 of them. And then I have really big ones that are framed 26 by, 26 by eight, um, And those are framed as
0: well. So it's kind of a variety. People would have. Yeah. Lots of
1: choices. Yeah. So then, my
0: question to you is if you're asking about discounting it, and you think you've already kind of answered this question, but I just want to put it to you very directly how do you feel about discounting the work to move the work?
1: I don't, I mean, I don't know i mean i i feel okay about it i think if it was like a one like flash sale maybe where people can have access that maybe can afford it that i on something um but i feel like i would have to be clear that just like once a year for my birthday i'm gonna do flash sale because i don't want to always have discounts um <laughs> Yeah, I'm just in this place where I'm like, no, I'm gonna get, like, I want my worth, you know, like, and pushing through those thoughts. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think in this case, because I have so much that I'm like, oh, how do I just get it out? Like, you know, I don't know if that's a yes. Answer, but.
0: Well, and one thing to keep in mind, this is for all of us, right? The work is not new to you. Like as creatives, sometimes we kind of create the work and then we're like, oh, we're we're done with it because we want to move on to something new. But for someone else, it's new, <laughs> okay? So remember that. <laughs> it's not like old has-been work, it's new work. And there's also, you know, to your point, for the longest time, I chose not to ever discount my work, original work. And I just never wanted to equate original work with like a discount. I mean, mean, we can all understand, at least here in the U.S., and and much respect to the Gap. It was my very first job ever when I was 16. But they send an email every day with 40% off. Basically, they've trained their clients or customers to never buy anything full price. Why would you ever buy anything full price on the Gap? Now, clearly that model is working for them. They're still in business. I don't know their books. I don't know how well it's working, but if it wasn't working, they wouldn't keep doing it. But they have completely altered their brand image from the time that I wanted to work there when I was 16. And who knows when and how all of those shifts happened. You get to do this however you want, right? Nobody really gets to tell you. You are the one that's going to decide what's right for you. On behalf of the creative community, and I sense that you feel this way, Kat, and I'm kind of sorry to hear that about Sachi feeling like you have to discount it to move it. We have to work together to elevate the creative community in general. Like we can't, we also want to work together to educate our collectors and the value of original pieces. We are not Amazon. We are not Target. And I know that's extreme when we're talking about original work, but it's just so often people are like, you can do free shipping and you can make this for $5. And it's like, no, no, that we're not that. And so it's also clarifying who you want your market to be. And would someone want to buy something that was discounted? Is that who your collector is? With that said, where I made the decision to make a shift was similar to what you're doing. I hadn't had any discounts for a long time ever, actually on original work. I also painted small though. So I had room to store any work that hadn't sold and I decided I had taken it off my site. I put it back on and I was legitimately having a studio sale. So I had a moving sale. It was for a very limited time and it was kind of great because I sold a ton of work. And I also, I do sometimes think about this where it gave people who really wanted an original piece the opportunity to get uh, an original at maybe their budget. For this limited time. And then, though, it becomes tempting to have that infusion, right? So I did it, I think, one or two more times. And I I was like, no, I just can't do it anymore because now people are waiting for me to do that. Right. So, what I went to one of my best months ever in business was when I retired a lot of my art. And put things up that I had that were sort of my private collection, or maybe things that hadn't sold that I took them down. And I made it for a month, and I could not believe the response to the art going away, basically. But it was another, like, very organic. I had no idea, like, if my collectors were still paying that close attention, if this was something that they wanted. And, you know, it, it was a great experience. And then sometimes I will do that on my anniversary as well, like my business anniversary. So this, if this is something you want to do on your birthday and people know that it's coming, I see that as one way to fulfill two things, to potentially you know, kind of move some inventory, also to give people who are seeking a certain budget um, of art a chance to collect pieces because I actually had people send me notes about that, which was really at the end of the day, we want our art in people's hands who love it, right? Yeah. And we don't want to teach people that artists should be discounting their work. It's right. originals. prints, yeah. other things, of course, it's really fun to have promotions around all of that. And yeah. so I hope this is making sense to you, it's a very fine line. And, you know, certainly we also think about you can develop yourself as an artist where you're very selective about the quantity that you release. You get yourself to a certain level where they sell out. And then that becomes... That actually becomes another challenge in another way because people are bummed when they can't get your work. (laughs) So, but I know that people really strategize around that too. And if you are prolific, like I've been a very prolific person, I create a lot. I don't obsess over whether it's just perfect. I put it out in the world and it does what it does. And I also don't create in a very, um, I don't know your work cat, but I don't create in something that's going to go in every home. I don't create like that. I have very unique pieces. So sometimes something else to think about, they also have to find their home. So I have taken work off of my site and I was just sharing this with uh, the expansive artist the other day. I've taken work off of my site. It was off for a few months. I just randomly put it back on. I don't know how. <laughs> my collectors knew it was there. And she bought those pieces and wow. told me how meaningful they were for her. And she was so excited to have them. And I thought, wow, they were just weren't on a few days ago. And I made them a year ago. So you can also take work off put it aside, assuming that you have the space for that, and bring it back, and re-promote it, so you could temporarily put this work aside, focus on your new collection, and bring some of this work back, because many times, where people just aren't seeing it enough, and if you've the other suggestion is if you haven't really even wanted, or not wanted is the wrong word, if you haven't really made sort of a, an effort to sell it online through your own uh, efforts, you might want to give it a chance with that first. So there are a lot of, of options that you can look at when you're talking about this kind of situation of having Okay. More inventory.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: So what do you think? Like, what feels right for you if you were to ha- make a decision? What do you think that looks like for you?
1: Um, I think I'll do the birthday sale because that felt good to me. Um, and I do want people to have more access to it with, like, the lower price point and just finding homes for it, you know, if people can't necessarily get the the regular price you can have it you know it's more accessible and then just creating more collectors you know or cultivating more interest um yes so that feels good now talking to you about it yeah Um, and i don't like you said i don't want to train like i i don't mind doing sales it's not but but like you know um like you said, there's a fine line. Like, I don't want to train people. Like, I want people to be able to access the art and see the work and buy it for price value. Also, I guess I'm worried about, like, collectors who have bought, that, bought them at real value. You know, that's, like, I guess. Yeah. You bring. Email out to collectors and email, they see it's, like, 50% off. And you're
0: like, oh, I just, I don't know. That's, I guess, maybe part of it. That is a very important point. I'm glad that you brought that up. Because you don't want to, and I don't know if it's like disrespect the collectors that invested, but collectors are making investments in art as, you know, expecting it to go up in value. And again, that as the artist is our responsibility to be growing as artists, to, you know, be refining our craft, improving our quality and putting that work out there. And I was, as you were saying that, I was remembering a time of an artist that I bought an original for $55. Okay, nobody do this. <laughs> This, this is already several years ago. It was on Etsy at the time. And I, I think it was because he was really prolific and he had a lot of pieces out there and they were friends of mine. He and his wife are both artists. And I got this piece and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but I will get it. I know it's worth more. And this artist now, I mean, has refined their, their very hyper-realism. They've refined their style to such a degree increase the sizes of their pieces. I mean, they do sell out at the thousands of dollar range. So it's not to say also everyone, that everyone listening, that you can't try something and have it work or not feel right. Because right before you hopped on Cat, when I was talking about, you know, failure and putting them in the hyper, uh, hyper quotes, is that Sometimes we have to do something in order for us to go, I don't ever want to do that again. Or the reverse, I do want to do that again. Now, a collector might also say, they might also understand the conversation we're having and say, oh, well, hey, oh my gosh, I'm going to get another piece. Okay, I have collectors that have absolutely purchased full price many times, and they have also happily purchased on those days. So it works in that maybe they could budget for one piece, but now they get to have two. So I, I think collectors, especially if you are um, either more emerging or you're building your own business, not solely reliant on galleries, I think that they also understand that you're kind of bringing this all together but these are truly the points worth looking at and having a conversation about to see if where you are in your career, if this makes sense, where you are in the development of your art, if this makes sense. and you know and if you're working with galleries also, I don't know if there are contracts involved, but sometimes that can have an effect on the gallery because we don't want to be pricing the same work or, work for lower because that's that's impacting your relationship with them so that is something to think about as well and in a conversation that you would have with the gallery owner also because we've talked about how you don't want to be pricing your work less because you're selling it directly than in the gallery because now you're competing with yourself and the gallery right And so these are things to think about, but one tip I will give you and, and all who are listening, if you decide to do a birthday sale or a studio, a business anniversary sale, um, sometimes I try to think of other words rather than say like, it's a sale, like a promotion or event. It's an event. Yeah. I remember this, okay. And one of the reasons that my retirement event was, successful not only this that I established myself all these years and people knew my work but also because I gave people notice I gave them a whole month's notice so one thing that you if you're really going to do this make it successful give people notice that it's coming and to save the date and do that more than once so you might have to send a couple more emails a few more announcements do it more than once I give it a very short window of time that and remind people multiple times during that window of time like several emails because people will also be sad they missed it they won't know from one email remember like on a good day 30 percent 40 percent 20 will open your email that's like 80 percent that never saw it so giving multiple announcements, multiple reminders, especially as it's ending and basically staying in integrity with that, not bending those rules for anybody and making that super clear, which I know could be tempting of like, oh, can I get that piece? I, I <laughs> did that once. This was a lesson learned. Yeah. And, uh, it was because I also had like a personal connection relationship with this person. It's not, it's not a regret by any means. If you're not going to do it during the deadline, you're, you're probably not going to do it. So we can like tell ourselves all day yeah. we'll do it next time we'll get the next piece. No, you won't. If you don't, a lot of times, if we don't have that pressure, we just, especially when it comes to spending money, we just, we just don't uh, do it. Cause who wants to necessarily spend money? Most people are like, Oh, (laughs) although we want to be attracting people for whom we're like, yes, (laughs) but you know, some, for some people, it's going to be a stretch for an original piece. And so they will put that off as long as they can. And, you know, so putting that, you know, deadline on it. So there's a lot of thoughts for you, Kat, and for the benefit of everyone, too. It's a great question, and I'm really glad that you uh, stopped in the middle of your run on this beautiful, beautiful Southern California day uh, and yeah. came and spoke to us. But do you have any additional questions or thoughts on this one?
1: Um, I'm excited to do the events. And- yeah,
0: <laughs> your birthday
1: events. So, <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll have a couple weeks, so I'm just going to, like, yeah, tell everybody about it, and it's exciting. Like, I know that they'll end up in some great places that way, and just kind of let go of, like, the feeling of not getting the worth or whatever, you know, everyone can afford different things, and I get that, so it's nice to have access, open access for people who can't necessarily get it, you know, on other days, but, um, yeah, and then I think it's just... I don't know about like online sales, but you said on my website working, like, since I have a shop there, did you say advertisements or to so, like, you, the, traffic thing,
0: like uh, the traffic, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know, <Really>? uh, <laughs> the traffic. So yeah. the way that you organically get traffic is you will be very uh, present and active on social media. Okay. And you will do that consistently, right? Not just like once and then walk away because so no one talked to you (laughs) and I will give my uh, tip. Oh, it's so funny. I'll report to you all, but I would really recommend that all artists look into TikTok like yesterday
1: Okay, I've heard
0: that a lot. Yes, so when you hear it a lot. Now, I cannot speak from experience for me personally. I just restarted my account and I have a whopping, I'm Marisa Ann Cummings, by the way, on TikTok. I restarted my account. If it's dormant, a tip is that just make a new one. And I'm going under my name now, not Creative Thursday over there. And I have a whopping five followers of which three are single men or bots. (laughs) <laughs> so understand. Matter,
1: right? on tiktok doesn't matter the followers because everyone is it because it's not like instagram and that you need followers to see your video
0: well it's its own it's its own animal <laughs> let's okay. just say there are similarities but this platform is very different and you know there are still conversations around are you actually getting the right people? So be very specific on TikTok that you do not veer from what it is you're offering. So if you're an artist, you're talking about art because should one of your videos go viral, no offense, my cute uh, studio creatures who went back to their beds. You know, I'm not uh, selling cat toys or <laughs> or dog collars. So I really want to be very niche focused on TikTok. So obviously I'm talking about art business tips and then I'll be, um, I'm relaunching my creative planner that's coming up. So I'll be talking about that. So should a video go viral, which is way more likely there than here, but it can happen here as well with reels, then you're getting the right people. You just want to be very thoughtful about that. I think the best thing to do is it has an amazing search, it has an amazing algorithm. And when you type in artist or artist process or artist tips or artists of TikTok, just start looking at what people are doing that you enjoy. You will also start training TikTok to give you more of those videos. I'm just letting you know now. So you'll get a ton more. And that's sort of how I instantly got this idea of what's involved over there. And just to report the five followers is just after seven days of being very messy and doing seven like one a day for seven days. Um, and I did repurpose them from Instagram, which technically you're not supposed to do with, if you use any of the Instagram lettering, it's going to read it and bury it. So there's all kinds of different strategies I'm happy to share as I learn more and figure it out. But the reason that I say it is if you're really going to get consistent and you may be newer to the social media game in general, that is a wonderful avenue where people who've had no traction in other area or other platforms are getting traction. And it it may just be because it's more fun and suitable for you. I personally like that it's to me, way more real. And I just, I enjoy it. And I'm like, I can just talk to you. Obviously, I can just talk to you. And if I want, as an example, we were giving this as a tip, if you do any live videos or do any process videos, download the video before you post it anywhere, and then you can repurpose it. And you can edit little sections of it. So we all want to be on Instagram, on TikTok, we all want to be collecting a lot of video of what we're doing. And remember that even if you have stories before they post with any captions or lettering, download that video. You can go into your stories and read and download some of the archive of that as well. So there are lots of creative ways that you can be mindful of your time and your energy in doing this. But to come back to your point, Kat, the traffic is about being present and then always a call to action, reminding people like you can go to creativethursday.com and you can join my mailing list because, you know, I'm Kat and I have this very special um, anniversary birthday event coming up with my art and there are going to be some amazing pieces available for you for a very limited time. And so I would love to invite you. To join these, and I will be announcing that to my email list first. That's an example. Okay. And I it just reminded me that one more option for anyone thinking about having like an event to also limit the amount of time that the pieces are available. So I just did that where I actually doubled my prices because now my pieces, my pieces that I'm not creating in the same style, those are really special. That's not coming back a new version is coming, but not that. So I increased the prices of those and I only made them available for three days. So there was no discount. There was just a limited time people could get them. And I sold work that way as well. So there's another approach to it. Okay. So think about that. Yeah. If they're not available, because what I have, what I have to leave you with so you can get back to your run (laughs) is, um, when you are done with your work, someone else isn't. And what I, the one way that I know this to be true is that when I have kind of created work and I am done and moving on to the next body of work, I will look at the work that I created. I'm like, wow, I love that. And sometimes it's a year, two or three, there's, I don't know, it could just be me, but something about creating work and, you're, and it feels so fresh and new that I can't always like, like it the way that, that it probably deserves and a little seasoning. And suddenly it becomes this incredibly special piece, which is why sometimes when work hasn't sold, I've kept it and I'm so glad I have it. So always keep some of your best pieces too, for yourself and York private collection. Uh, Supposedly this is an Andy Warhol tip given to Basquiat that uh, sadly did not work for Basquiat, but for his family. There's a lot in his private collection of his work. And, you know, just remember that it's valuable. Don't allow your moving on from it to diminish its value or if it didn't sell right away, don't allow that to diminish its value either. We just have to be really aware of those tendencies. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, my pleasure, it was really fun to chat with you. I hope we'll get to do it again. And thank you for bringing this question to us. I know it's a really good one. And it will help a lot of people and because this will go into uh, the podcast as well, then it will continue to help people, you know, in terms of just understanding the what we're working on as artists and the value of what we're creating and balancing being prolific and all of these different things, so... Yeah, <laughs> I see. Cat, oh, say uh, let us know just so I also have it because I haven't had the chance to talk with you yet. Where can we find you? So on your Instagram, and you're welcome to share your website link as well.
1: Uh, thank you. Yeah, so I'm Kathleen Taylor Art on Instagram and
0: KathleenTaylorArt.com. Kelly, so- and it's I always spell it because my name is so easy. <laughs> So how do you spell Kathleen? Okay.
1: Um, yeah, so it's K-A-T-H-L-E-E-N. Taylor is spelled K-A-L-L-E-R.
0: Okay. See, so, yeah, I was thinking you said Taylor for a second. All right, I'm glad yeah. I asked you. It's Kaler. Okay. Yes,
1: Kaylor. Right. I wish I spelled it like Taylor. It would be a lot easier. But yeah, so um, KathleenTaylorArt.com.
0: Okay. Well, we'll be keeping an eye for you. you know this is a fun spontaneous chat yes yes have have a great rest of your run and beautiful rest of your day and thank you for joining me
1: thank you have a great
0: one you too So that was very fun conversation as we have on these. <laughs> I hope it was helpful for you. I see that Kat is here and Willow and Pradeepa and Jeanette just hopped on. Um, what is the pre-order event? It's not a pre-order event, although that's a whole conversation as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. We were just talking about, basically we were just talking about if you want to discount your work, If, when, how, does it make sense for you? Does it make sense for your brand? All of these things. And so we just had a very um, in-depth conversation about all the different ways to make that decision because I talked about this as I start to close our call today. I talked about this last week. The thing about art in particular is that no one can really tell you this is the path. There are some key things. If you work with me, I call it my artful selling framework. It's simple. Doesn't mean everybody does it. A lot of people don't, and they don't do it consistently. I've figured out a framework that works. I know if people do it, they will get results from it. And I know if they're not getting results, there's one piece of that framework that they're not doing consistently. And So when you are going through this career path as an artist, I want you to use discernment with the information that is out there because uh, I've noticed there's a lot of it and not everyone's path is going to be right for you or going to be the same for you. What I encourage us all to do is work together as creatives, like I shared with Kat, who was just on, that we elevate the work of creatives as a community. And so anytime you find yourself wanting to diminish your own value, maybe think on behalf of others. Sometimes that's easier. I'm saying, please don't diminish the value of your work. Doesn't mean that you can't or shouldn't create, you know, enter the marketplace with more affordable work. Many of us who are We're emerging, that's, you know, kind of how we entered the marketplace. It is part of what's helped online artists grow. However, let's always be keeping that in mind. It's a long game. You don't want to just make the quick sale and hurt your your brand, the value of your work and the entire creative community. I say this a million times and I still see people undervaluing their work because they're uncomfortable about money, about worth about whether they can do it, about believing in themselves as an artist. And there is no judgment on any of that. I've been where you are. Nobody told me I could do this. I'm self-taught. I have every reason to believe like, who am I to do this? I've done it. I've done imposter syndrome. And I also uh, made a lot of mistakes because I was looking into the marketplace because there weren't really mentors that were able to guide me. There just weren't not in the online space, especially we were some of the pioneers to even get all this going at that time. And, you know, I've had to kind of dig myself out of some holes in some situations. And that's why I'm here. And that's why I'm passionate about helping you. And I also have to remind you that I'm doing more coaching now within within Creative Thursday. So I have my expansive artists where we meet Uh, monthly. We're doing our Instagram call in an hour from now. And you can join the wait list to always find out about when we reopen that we just reopen certain times of the year. And that's at creativethursday.com. And I have the Red Dot Society, which is a small group coaching program limited to 12 people that is open now. And we're going to be working specifically towards your holiday launches and kind of it's not a course i just want to explain to everyone if you have it's a coaching program so it's support with what you already know if you're not in the expansive artist you will get access to the expansive artist where we have a lot of these lessons readily to go available for you for the time that you're in the Red Dot Society. And if you're in the Expansive Artist, you know that you get a special offer to join the Red Dot Society. And if you have questions about that, you want to join me Monday. DM me if you're seeing this on Instagram. DM me for the Zoom link at 3 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. I'm having an info session because I know you have questions um it's an investment that you're going to want to think about is this the right time for you the right fit for you right now i want i would love to know and talk to you about it and and make sure you don't talk yourself out of it because we do that we just all do we're like no it's not the right time because i don't want to make this investment right now in my business and that was something else i learned the hard way which you probably heard me repeat A million times and i'll keep reminding you i didn't invest in support sooner and now my level of support that i am needing continues to go up because my desire to move rapidly in my business and my clarity around where i'm going is is sharp and so i continue to invest in more help So I'm less interested in joining more courses and more interested in working with coaches who I really um, resonate with. That I know they get me. We have the same values. They have experienced what it is where I'm going. They're out just a little bit ahead of me. And now I choose to work with people like that to help me. And so I am bringing back the opportunity to do that with me as well. Does it mean that if you're just starting, you can't be a part of it? No, it doesn't mean that at all. If you're emerging, this just means this is a fast track opportunity for you to go a lot faster. What we work on in calls like this, like I just visited with Kat for about 20 minutes. That's a whole lot of information that she can just take and plug into her promotion like right away. And so when we get to have a chat like this in a small group environment, and as part of the Red Dot Society, you also have a 20-minute one-on-one with me, then it just moves everything faster. And it just sometimes, as you saw with Kat on this call or heard with her as well on the podcast, is that you can see how sometimes we just have to talk things through with someone because A good coach is not actually here to tell you what to do. A good coach is to help you assess your right next step because most of the time we know. We know what our step is. We have things like fear, um, that little thing, you know, self-doubt or imposter syndrome, whatever you want to call it. We have um, financial fears. We have mass market fears, a lot of fear that gets dropped onto us, especially artists. And so we have all these reasons why we don't take the next step. We have family demands. Again, I I always want you to understand I honor that, but I also know when people are kind of using that as an excuse to not move forward. Uh, because there's a lot of people who have all kinds of demands and they still get it done. They still make it happen. So you get to decide, will you be one of those people? Uh, one of the best um, bits of advice, I don't know, not advice, descriptions I heard from uh, a therapist, actually, who works with people all the time, right? It's trained clinician, people who succeed try 5% more than the people who don't. 5%. Are you going to be in the 5% or are you not going to be in the 5%? And I would venture to say that the 5% who try more have support because so often if you don't have the support, that's when you're going to give up. Or in my case, I wanted to give up a lot, I would just try something new. And that wasn't necessary because a lot of times if something doesn't work once, it doesn't mean it's not going to work. It means that you have to make adjustments to your marketing or reaching the right people or, you know, evolving your art a certain direction. And the only way you're going to know that is by having something not work. And so if something doesn't work and then you retreat from getting support from community and mentor who understands that, you are likely going to give up, especially if you're also not the person who's gonna try 5% more. And uh, I'm just keeping it really real with you because this is not a time in the online space where it's about flowery, the romance of this all, (laughs) which it, it is fantastic. It's the life I wouldn't trade for anything. I just wouldn't. That's why I'm still here after all these years. But it comes with its challenges. It comes with the need to get help outside of yourself. There's just, I would not recommend anyone just do this yourself anymore. Some of us were able to cobble it together because we kind of had no choice in 2007. And we sort of band together. I know a lot of the artists that are still here from that time. We are all like, virtual friends. But now there's too much noise. There's too much information. How are you going to know that this is the right information for you and the path that you're on? You can do it. You're going to waste a lot of time to save money. But are you really saving money? You can't get time back. You can make money, but you can't get time back. So be very conscientious about getting help and about getting support and get it from a person that you trust, that has experience, that doesn't just have a Facebook ad saying that they're this. Okay. (laughs) Just FYI. I see all the ads too. And I run them. I run ads as well. So, just be aware of all of that. And if you want to come and coach with me, if my style works for you, if you want a more um, direct, no nonsense, but still uh, loving, nurturing approach, that would be me, who has experience in everything from publishing, licensing, service design, fabric design in particular, to selling originals, to selling through galleries, to having. gosh, thousands of pieces shipped all over the world from my own studio. Then come and will DM me about joining me for the Red Dot Society. The opportunity to join us ends next week. It's going to end on Wednesday. And so I'm holding an info session on the Red Dot Society on Monday afternoon, July 11th, 3 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. And, you know, Come talk to me. You come unmute. You don't have to, uh, but if you want to work with me, it's probably good if we chat and ask your questions or ask them in the chat or ask them ahead of time, and I can answer them for you. I understand most people think that these are c- uh, courses. This is not a course. I'm not taking you through a series of lessons. I, if you don't have access to the expansive artists where many, I have an entire library of lessons, then when you join, you will get access to that. So I can point you to specific lessons to help you, but I'm there to support you over the seven calls we have together and the private 20 minute that we will also have during our time together And if you're someone who wants to go for a full VIP session, which is just you, three different sessions virtually, I have that option there as well. So if you want the details on that, just DM me uh, the word coaching, send me a little star emoji works as well. And uh, actually you can send me a little coffee cup. So I know that you are on creative business uh, coaching over coffee and or ask for the Zoom link for Monday so that you can join me because then we'll be getting started in July. Um, I do have my an upcoming uh, surgery next Creative Thursday. Be creative in a different way, I guess. Uh, creative in a health way. And uh, so everything should be okay. No, it, it will be. And I will be, uh, of course, I will be with you I will not be back here for creative business coaching over coffee next Thursday, but I will be back uh, doing some of these um, possibly in August. But if you're also, you know, the other thing that we do is you're on the fence and you're like, oh, it's an investment. Um, Yes, but prices go up. I'm going through a coaching certification at the end of this year, and that will be reflected in all of my pricing next year. And when you join me, if I'm doing uh, the coaching session again, which chances are I probably will, but I had also put it on pause uh, this, these last um, 18 months. So don't miss, um, don't sleep on opportunities that may or may not be coming again, or may or may not be at the price point that they currently are, because what I like to do is with a coaching program, or when you're in the expansive artist, you're grandfathered in at the price point that you join. So then if you wanna continue to work with me, because my goal is to get you results that you can actually track, because we're gonna do our 90 day plan when we first get together on our call in a few weeks, we're gonna track what you're working on. I'm going to also have you and help you assign numbers to those goals, even if you're just starting on this journey and we're we're going to follow it closely. This is not your ethereal, put your art out there, hope for the best, make it pretty and make it look good on Instagram. This is like, let's get this done for you and let's set you up with a foundation and tools to be getting that insight for yourself and to really you know, begin trusting your own guidance because like I said, that's what a good coach does. They help strengthen your own ability to see what you need to do for your business to recognize the needs of your business. So some thoughts for you there. If you're here live, uh, you still have time. If you're listening to this on the podcast, when this will go up, uh, the replay will be here on Instagram or on the podcast um, next Thursday, the 14th, um, that it'll be too late to join, but you're always welcome to reach out to me and then just uh, let me, you know, I'll let you know if, and when we reopen the group coaching session again. So if you know that you want help, this is a pretty awesome opportunity to get that kind of help and just kind of boost everything and go faster and, You have to show up too, though, right? I can't do it for you. Trust me, sometimes I would like to, uh, but no, I actually I don't. I also have my art business that I am boosting again this holiday season. So I am here to meet you halfway. You meet me halfway and together we'll just take everything forward. So I will look forward to the opportunity to chat with you again, coach with you, and talk with you on Monday, 3 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time, but not on Instagram, on a Zoom call. So we can actually chat if you would like to know more about it. And until then, I will see you soon. Thanks, everyone.